Hey everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Spit and Pray. I am Sebastian. And I'm Maurice. The names are fake, but the bitterness is very real. This is a show where we go to pretty much exclusively terrible MM fiction written by women for women, and as two gay men, we heard it because it hurt us. <laughs> okay, so first of all, to give you some background, we're not going to give you our real names, obviously. I'm Maurice. I am a Cuban gay man living in South Florida. I am Sebastian. I am a Jewish gay man living in South Florida temporarily, but probably going to move soon. There we go. All right. So what are we drinking today, Sebastian? Today we are drinking Cuban coffee, lattes, soy lattes, because we're super gay and Maurice is lactose intolerant. Just the shits everywhere. With rum and orange. Just the shits everywhere. It, it's really fucking Just, good, though. This is delicious. The shits are good? No, the coffee. Oh, okay. The shits are going to be another The shits topic. are good to someone. <laughs> I'm sure that'll come up. Um, okay, so we decided that we didn't want to hold back on our inaugural episode, so we are going to start off by discussing the magical world of ABO. The Omegaverse. Now, I am a relative ABO virgin. I am sadly not. Oh, God, that was a pun. Fuck. Oh, God, shit. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. We'll explain the pun for those of you who don't. It's it's not good. It's not good. Uh, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, why don't you explain to the audience the general idea of what ABO is? Okay, so ABO stands for Alpha, Beta, Omega, otherwise known as the Omega, wor Omega Worst, Omegaverse. Otherwise it's the Omega Worst. <laughs> Otherwise known as Alpha Beta Dynamics, Alpha Omega Dynamics, you might see as tags on AO3 or something. And what it basically boils down to, how we describe it to the uninitiated, is a horrible gay werewolf sex universe. Written by people who don't know how wolves work. Um, so in this universe, in addition to your primary sex, male or female, because these are an incredibly binary place, no one here has taken their women's and gender studies courses, um... You have a secondary sex, either alpha, beta, or omega. Alphas, the big, strong dominants, have massive dicks with knots like dogs. That's, the, that's the pun, so you're welcome for that. Ba oh, no, no, let's explain what knots are. For, oh, the, for those who don't um, know, this is important, for, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary folks. You want to explain? Yes, okay, I don't, but I'm going to. <laughs> I. Oh, God, I really did. Okay. So, apparently, this is news to me. I thought cats were the only pets with fucked up dicks. Not so. Dogs. Uh, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of that. There's gonna this be a episode. lot of that this episode. Um, not so. Okay, apparently, dogs have the base of their penis swell up with cum when they're about to ejaculate, and it prevents exit from the vaginal cavity. Yeah. Until they finish coming. Co I don't have anything to add to that, it's just horrifying. Copious loads. Just, um, oh god, so many, so, big so, loads. so that's alphas. Yeah. Um, betas, which there sometimes aren't even betas in these, depending. Betas oh, really? are Well, depending on the writer. Um, betas are kind of boring because they're basically just people. Oh. Well, that's not very interesting, is it? No, it's not, but it's safe. Um, and then they're Omegas, and they're what make this universe magical. Because you see, Omegas, male or female, can get pregnant. 
And so it... Voila! It's an Empire universe! They have self-lubricating assholes, and also have kind of uh, smaller frames, feminine secondary sexual characteristics. Debbie UKs. Basically. Um, but beyond that as well, they're also, like, they have horrible, like, biologically determined submissiveness, and that's where things start getting really fucked up. And then generally for everyone, um, they have, like, scent glands, so they, like, give off horrible, like, pheromones uh, pheromones that are basically, like, rape smell. Is yeah. the only way I can describe it. Like, there is so much rape in this universe, it's horrifying. Societally condoned rape, by the way. We should probably put a trigger warning on this episode. Yes. There's gonna be a trigger warning. There's gonna be a trigger warning. Don't at worry. the start of this episode. Yes, um, so. we're gonna add that in. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, no, big one. Actually, in general, for the series, because it's gonna get weird and it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot. We'll try to go through and trigger warning each episode, but yeah. just, you know, no. That yes. This is not gonna be a happy place. No. No, certainly not for us. <laughs> oh, so you brought up a good point with society, though. Society in general in this world is totally fucked and basically revolves around sex. Um, like, uh, one common trope that pops up all the time is that because they're just constantly giving off the, like, the rape-me smell... Right. Uh, Omegas aren't really allowed to hold jobs in public. Oh, God! You didn't know this? No! No, it's horrible! Um, another common because one... Because it's... Uh, th- I, that... That is, like, some magically horrible victim-blaming shit. Oh, well, there's also, you know, the slavery component that all... That in some of the writing, you know, all Omegas need, like, an alpha handler because they just can't handle themselves with their horrible hormonal imbalances and constant flighty need for dominance. Does their handler, like, fight other alphas? Often, yes. How does society fu- No, we'll get it there. Do- we'll get there. <laughs> it doesn't really. Um, and then, you know, just while we're going on to that Heidi thing, I mentioned that, like, the Omegas can get kind of, like, emotional and unbalanced without their alpha. Right. So there's also a lot of, like, dosing in these universes where, like, the Def- it's so horrible. Define dosing. Like the alphas will. Like- Wait, hold on. Here's what. Here, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary listeners. Um, we'll just say friends and enemies. How's that? Friends and enemies. Um, friends and enemies. When I hear dosing, my initial thought is that they're given a kind of drug that neutralizes this sort of horrible rape aura. Now I'm willing to guess that happens too. That happens. Too. That's good. That's good. That's a step. Oh, forward. it's mixed. But we'll get to that. What I meant by dosing oh is, God. and it's so silly, the alphas, like, juice their scent glands so that, like, the omegas can, like, put on, like, little gas masks and just kind of, like, huff alpha scent to calm them down, to, like, give them a sense that they're, uh, you know, they're being protected. Sometimes this is mixed with, like, sleeping drugs or knockout gas or some shit in some of the horrible universes where, like, they can't even stand to be awake while the alpha's away. So they just, like, milk their stanky pits and just... Oh, no, it's in the neck. I should have explained that. Their scents are in their neck, which leads to a lot of, like, weird neck frottage scenes. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, that's... Part of the reason why I've read more of this than it has is that I've got a bit of a scent kink. And so I've been searching for the least horrible of this universe just to, like, deal with that. Fucking Christ. I used his name. We're going to bleep that out. Yeah. 
Uh, Sebastian's. Nope, Maurice. Maurice's. God fucking well, damn Well, cut it. it out. Don't worry. Maurice's. Maurice's kinks are gonna come out, like, soon enough. So I fucking don't love worry about boys. that. I fucking... They're so dumb. They're so dumb, friends and enemies. Both of us kind of love big dumb dudes. Yeah. It's, it's a guilty it's pleasure. Yeah. Oh, God. No, we'll get there. We'll get we'll there. We'll get there. We'll get there. The things we like later. Yeah. We're, we'll end with some positivity. By the way, I would just like to say that, like, we're not really approaching this from a moral high ground. We're both pretty terrible. But this is bad. No, actually, we are approaching the Omegaverse from a moral high ground. But God damn it. We are. <laughs> we're better than this. You're better than this. <laughs> Thank you. You're better than this, too. So, you mentioned, you actually brought up another component of the society that's really important, which is the... The heat and the heat suppressants. See, you know, like, because we're giving them all animal characteristics, they go into heat. And, like, they give off, like, double the rate me juice. Oh, God. Okay. Um, and they also, like, sometimes will, like, die if they are if they don't have sex during this period. Or, like, at least go through, like, severe agony. Um, like, like what? They just, like, fucking get blue balls and shit explodes? Kind of, yeah. Do they just get so backed up? I don't know. Am I right, fellas? Am I right? <laughs> Alright, okay. The mechanics of this universe are baffling. Um, but anyway, no. And so there, there are these drugs. There are these heat suppressants so that they don't give off the rape aura. And, like, can go to work and school and stuff. And don't have to go to, like, special omega school at the convent or whatever. I have an important and disturbing question. When does the rape me aura manifest? Um, Like, in terms of age. I'd say in, like... 80% of the Omegaverse, it manifests at puberty. Oh, but no! But <laughs> at, like, um, I'd say at maybe, like, the other 20% or so, there's there's some really bad, like, children getting involved in this shit. And they have to be sheltered from the world, because was... otherwise, you know, like, they'll be raped horribly. I was really hoping you would say, oh, in the other 20%, they get it at 21. No! No, 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 no. <laughs> God, no. 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 No No one, no one's really age of consent in this universe. Okay. For the most part. Well, take, take us through on this marvelous, horrible ride. Mm. So you were like, oh my God, thank God there's drugs in this universe you can take. No, not thank God. Because all of them have horrible side effects and make you miserable. Oh God. And are supposed to act as like some weird metaphor for birth control and it doesn't really work. But birth control... We're going to breeze past that because I don't have the words for it right now. Okay. Um, so do you have any questions? No, birth control is not... <laughs> no, that's stupid. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> that's a terrible metaphor. By the way, those of you who know ABO in the audience are really laughing right now because you know that I haven't mentioned a couple of the, like, really horrible, weird recurring tropes oh, that God. Maurice is going to freak out about. Oh, God. Okay. I want you to guess. I want you to guess what's going to be in this universe. Um, so I know that there's the, there's conflation. I don't know what cuminflation is yet. I'm assuming it's when someone gets cummed in so much that their belly expands. Yes! Yes, exactly. 100%. Oh, yay! I got I got one right! I wish I didn't, but I did! <laughs> well, I mean, with the nodding and the copious, copious amounts of cum, that, that like, happens constantly. There That's... must be, a, like, a, like, a plague of dehydration in this universe. Are you saying that everyone's pretty thirsty? I fuck you. <laughs> okay, okay. No, um, no. The other one that comes up constantly. Yeah. 
because this is just like the universe of a thousand disparate kinks is a ritual scarification. Oh god, okay. Um to mark them as like each other's like alphas will often like bite the base of an omega's neck to like pair bond or whatever. Is this is this why fucking Starfighter has that horse shit about no, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that that's a whole, <laughs> Not this episode. That's a whole Not this other episode. episode. We both hate Starfighter. Starfighter is terrible. We're we're inevitably going to just rant about Starfighter. It's gonna be some weird Spectre that haunts this show. Yeah. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. But needless to say, fuck you, Starfighter. Fuck you so hard. It's the worst. It is truly the worst. Well, actually, this may be the worst. No, no. Starfighter. There's, look. A lot of things are the worst, okay? We can't be asked to quantify the worstedness. I'm being hard on ABO right now, but, like, I will admit I've read a fair amount of it. Otherwise, I wouldn't know its horrifying peculiarities. True. God, that reminds me. Of, never mind. That's a no. whole. I was gonna say that that's a whole Homestuck fucking spiral. I once read a Homestuck fanfiction that didn't necessarily have this, but it had the ritual scarification. <clears throat> gotcha. It, yeah. And no, that was a, that's like thing. it's a weirdly popular trope, and honestly, I don't personally get it. Um, to me, it's like well, but you, I, you I, ever, I understand it for you because you're not into body mods. I am, and I still don't get it. <laughs> well, you know what it seems to me? It seems like it's a permanent, unchangeable version of, like, that stupid sentimental locket trope you Ugh. see in old romance novels. Yes. And it's very biological, too, as opposed to, obviously, the locket. Yeah, it's... It's dumb. It's very dumb. Um, kids, don't... Don't scar yourselves. No. Please don't. For any reason. Please, please don't scar yourself. Uh, that's... Another whole rabbit hole that we could get into, but we're not today. But, okay. yeah, so what what ABO or Omegaverse shit have you seen? Okay, so I've seen the the heat sessions, I've seen, like, the weird testing that people do. T- testing? Go into that, because I don't think we've brought that up yet. Oh, okay. So, um, the one I read was a Berserk fanfiction, because... No, n- not a Berserk fanfiction, a Berserk doujin. It's the same shit. Um, it was a Berserk doujin in which Griffith, because... Griffith is still inexplicably popular. Griffith did nothing wrong. Griffith did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Griffith did nothing wrong, and in this case, he 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 did nothing wrong vigorously on fucking guts. Saint Griffith, I think I've seen this one. He got all up in his his guts. Oh God! Is I'm it... saying he fucked him. In case that was, <laughs> in case that flew over your heads. Is this the one where where guts is like? Totally out of character and super submissive. And That's just the like, one! Oh, I've lived in this lab all my life, Mr. Griffith. Would you please put it in my pussy? And then Griffith's like, fucking, fucking, don't worry. I'll resist the urge and I'll use this drug to make you, like, be able to see the outside world again. And then immediately just goes straight for the clunge. Like, just right in that meaty boy clunge. <laughs> no, that one's pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually super glad you brought that up because that brings up one really, like, bizarro peculiarity. Okay. So Japanese ABO and American ABO is completely fucking different, even though ABO originated in American fiction. So it's like cuisine, only terrible. (laughs) So American ABO, um, although it still has the, like, same weird tropes... ABO, American body odor. 
plays a pretty big it plays a pretty big <laughs> role. In okay, it. sorry, keep going. No, it um because of all of this, um in American ABO, omegas tend to be these little like you know, still they're weak and they're fragile, but they're they're prized and they're beloved and you know like everybody wants them. And so know, it's like a desirability fantasy. It's a desirability fantasy. Okay. The, the rape juice is still horrible, but it's more about, oh my god, I'm so irresistible that literally everyone's throwing themselves at me. Okay. Well, in Japanese OB- ABO, omegas are hated and regarded as, like, the dregs of society. And, like, a lot of times in Japanese ABO you see, like, they're not allowed out of the house. They have to go to special schools. They get government pensions because they're just, like unfortunates and and in um in japanese abo what is generally speaking the omega to alpha ratio <gasps> there's much well generally there's more betas than anything more alphas than omegas okay so omegas are comparatively rare omegas are comparatively rare um it's more so that they're a they're a rare treasure in america well it's more like being born with a congenital birth defect in japan oh god um, okay. And, and no, you see these really like they read like K dramas. Like these crazy fics where like a super rich, you know, alpha from a banking family will fall in love with an omega and his mother or something will be like, It's good you have a fuck mate, but you know, you're gonna have to like marry. grow up and marry an alpha because Omega's a shit <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, they're they're oh my god. I've got shit I can send oh, you. I've got, I've got, please don't. I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got a question. Do alphas have any sort of weird, horrible power over betas aside from getting their dick stuck in them? Over omegas, you mean? Oh, no, over betas. Betas? No, not really. And so um, it's just, it's <gasps> just, okay, you're like fucking hilt deep inside me. I would have to wait here for 30 minutes while you inject your copious loads into my bottom. Basically, yeah. Um, but omegas, sometimes they can do weird mind control on. I'm sorry, did you say mind control? Uh, yeah, like, they can, uh, God, it's almost like, it almost reads, like, Daddy Dom fic sometime. Oh, like, God. they do, like, Omega voice. Or, or, like, Alpha voice. And that, mixed with, like, their massive amounts of pheromones, just gets compliance Purple Man style. That's horrifying. You know what? Actually, I've seen a few fics that treat it as horrifying. I once saw an Omegaverse Final Fantasy fifteen fic that was a Gladio Prompto pairing. <laughs> Bonus points to the viewers at home who, who can, can guess, guess who's, who's the who? alpha. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a, that's in a which, real head-scratcher. In which, um, like, the entire team is like, Gladio, what the fuck is wrong with you? After he uses alpha voice on Prompto. Meanwhile, Gladio's like, fucking, fucking let me get right in that fucking, that fucking Choco Clunge. This one's really weird, though, because it's, it's, oh my god, it's like the most rote fucking fic. It's the, oh my god, we forgot the heat suppressants, and now your ass is leaking, like, self-lubricating ass juice. Oh. Oh Oh, yeah, they self-lubricate. Did I mention that? This is, that's the worst part about ABO. It's got so many horrible details and tropes that I'm gonna just keep forgetting them, and then I'll mention them like it's totally natural. Oh god. So basically, Omegas functionally have a cloaca. Yeah, I'd say so. Fantastic. That's horrible. Sometimes they ovulate as well. Oh, joy. Um, How do they give birth exactly? Is it a C-section deal? Or... No. Just ass birth? Just ass birth. No. 
Well, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's better than dick birth. It's better than dick birth, and it's like it's like they have a womb and like uterus kind of thing just in their ass. Okay, and how does like what happens if you're an AMAB trans male? This is a whole fucking thing that they probably don't even address. <laughs> like, if you're an AMAB trans male Omega, and someone comes in your asshole. I'm so lost right now. I'm I, sorry. I, I'm not sure that they... Hmm, this is an aspect of it that perhaps is best let... So you're an AMAB trans... Sorry, AFAB. AFAB. You're an AFAB trans male and someone comes in your asshole. I would assume that you don't get pregnant. Okay. Um, but what, what makes this whole thing even more complicated, I didn't mention the women. Sometimes there are no women. Okay. Uh, sometimes there are women. And, when and where do all... they fit into this horrible tapestry? Well, they fit in, in the same dynamics, except for alpha women who sometimes have uh, penises. Like female hyenas? Just like big old clits? N- no. Just straight up dicks? Just straight up dicks that oh. can get male omegas pregnant. Well, it's nice to see... Um... No, I can't even make a representation <laughs> joke. That A, that's not my place. B, no. No. I'm not touching that. I'm not touching the weird Fuda thing that is dehumanizing and weird. There's a lot. Oh, God. There's so, there's much. so much to unpack in there's this There's so much to unpack. Especially once they throw in class into it. Oh, God. Okay. Alphas are rich sometimes. Omegas are poor. Are, are there any rich Omegas who are like, who, wait, what if there was a rich Omega who like wandered through the world in a hazmat suit and was like fucking, fucking, how dare you look at me like that, you dirty alpha, and just like fucking. Beats him. Just beats him the shit out of him. Write that shit. I'll read it. Okay. Um, <laughs> just, like, takes a cane. No, I guess, I guess now let's move into just, like, examples of this shit. So you said you saw that weird guts thing, right? Yes, I did. But, no. I wish I hadn't, but I did. Anything else? Um, gosh. I watched an episode of Teen Wolf once. I did watch an episode of Teen Wolf once. It was... <sighs> I'm going to bite my tongue in case any of our viewers are fans of Teen... It was bad. It's a bad show, from what I've seen. Um, I mean, you know, honestly, my complaint with Teen Wolf is that it's so clearly written by straight people who want to, want to get, like, inclusivity points. Want to get inclusivity points, but don't realize that by making gay people, like, exactly like straight people, they're basically erasing everything about them except for the fact that they have sex with the same gender. And that's something we'll unpack in a different episode. We should do a Teen Wolf episode. We should do a Teen Wolf episode. Or at the very least an episode about alternate universes where there is no homophobia. At the very least we should do that. At the very least we should do that. Um, because there was a way to Keep do that. Keep a running right. tab of how many times we say, we say we should do an episode about that and then don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's bug probably us. gonna... We're, we're gonna have a Twitter link below. Yeah. So... Just, be, just bug the shit out of us and let us know if you, if you want us to tackle any specific topic. But yeah, no. Anything else? Um, no, nothing, really. Oh, then I can share some real fucking horror stories. Oh, fantastic. Go on. You know what? Let's start with some positivity. Um, one really good ABO fic I read, one that was actually kind of fucking charming, was in the free fandom. Um, and it was a double pair fic. It was Rin- Was it also a DP fic? No. Damn it. Uh, it was actually safe for work, this one. Really? Yeah. It was- That's good, because chlorine and the asshole is nothing to fuck around with. (laughs) It was Rin Nitori and Sosuke Momo. Rin is the guy with the teeth, right? Rin's the guy with the teeth, and Nitori's the, like, weird, like, white-haired, fragile little flower. Oh, the bowl cut. Yeah. Okay. And I, know the, Sos- I know these two. Sosuke is fucked-up shoulder, McLarge huge, and Momo is sunshine McOrange hair. Okay. All right, I've um, got you. And what was really, like, charming about this fic was that, and I'll 
I can find it and put a link in the description. Yeah, you know, we, we'll give credit where credit's due when it's good. We want to, we'll avoid giving credit where negative stuff is due because we don't want anyone to get harassed. Except for Starfighter, which is terrible. Go harass. No, don't Don't actually do that. Please don't. Please, please don't. We don't, don't want to get in trouble with Starfighter. We hate Starfighter and we we wish it didn't exist. Yes. But like. But, you know, we, harassment is uncalled for. Harassment is uncalled for. Uh, it is terrible, though. Absolutely it, terrible. It is terrible. Don't harass them, but it is terrible. Don't give them the traffic. No. No, don't give them... <laughs> if, if for no other reason than to not give them the traffic, just do that. For us, please. For these two strangers who you've never talked to or met. I've met them. You you have? You've met the writer of Starfighter? L- for another day. That's another... That's a whole other can of worms. No, but basically what I loved about this universe is that all the stupid, like, ABO courtship rituals were regarded as, like, absurd bullshit rituals from the Victorian era in this universe that, like, maybe your wasp parents would want you to do, but you and your boyfriend find utterly ridiculous. Okay, that's pretty great. And so, you know, like, oh, you know, to represent the olden days in which an alpha had to prove that he could provide food for an omega, we give a symbolic gift of a favorite food to initiate a courtship ritual. And so Rin is just agonizing over this, like, oh my god, I need to get him, like, a perfect thing of this. And Sosuke's just like, you're being really stupid about this, you know, like... Right. He doesn't give a shit. Right. And he's just like, no, it's not an official relationship unless we do this shit. And I really liked kind of recontextualizing those social dynamics. Mm. That that was refreshing. Um, and also... So Momo is a guilty ship of mine, so... That's fair. Fucking sue me. That, that's... T- Listen, I enjoyed the hell out of Yuri on Ice, so I have no place to talk. Well, Yuri on Ice isn't nearly as queer baby as Frey. That is true. It actually does... Ca- it actually does go all the way. It, it, Except for the showing a kiss on camera, which... Uh, mm, uh, another episode. Another episode. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but then let's go into, like, bad shit. Okay. Also, you know, in the Free Phantom, there was a... It was a Sosuke I fic. Okay. I is Notori. Um, Sosuke Notori. Bullcut. 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 Okay. Bullcut and a Shoulder McLarge Huge. Okay. Um, and in this one, um, it took the Omega submission thing a step further and had it be a social custom that Omegas, while in the care of an alpha, a very traditional alpha, not al- alphas insisted upon this, Okay. would wear small medicated patches on their neck that would temporarily paralyze their vocal cords so that they couldn't speak because there was enough trust in that relationship that, you know, the alpha could do the talking for both of them. Why couldn't they just not speak? First of all, that's fucked up. (laughs) Like, that's fucked up. No matter what. Like, even if they didn't do fucking vocal paralyzation, fucked up. But... Why would that be necessary? You can just... It's not like breathing. Like, it's not an involuntary process unless you have some manner of disorder. Well, I mean, I... Fuck if I know. Maybe the person has, like, a weird chem kink. Maybe it's like... I mean, I guess it's like a form of bondage in a certain way. That is true. Oh, God. Um, Dosing your... Don't dose your romantic partners for bondage reasons. It's not healthy. You gotta do that. Mm. It's oh, it's terrible though. Um, and then there was another fic. Um, I was just kind of exploring when I was prepping for this episode, like what's the worst thing I could find, right? And I found a Teen Wolf fic, and I don't watch Teen Wolf, so I have no idea who these characters are. Mm-hmm. But all you need to know is that there was a ton of incest mm. from 
From age... Father-son incest from age... Oh, no! From age 13 onward. Oh, God. Followed by, like, horrible school where everyone is constantly having sex with everyone. And, you know, technically, this thing... It was so funny. It went out of its way so hard to, like, try to establish that everything was consensual. Except when everyone is dosed up on, like, magic rape aura, nothing is consensual. Right. And also, like, literal children. There's a lot to unpack Oh, and there was teacher-student stuff here. This whole universe is, like, a universe of bad decisions for power dynamics. It's like a suitcase full of raw sewage. That just, it's a suitcase of infinite raw sewage. It just keeps pouring out. It never ends. No, it's, it's really fairly terrible. Oh, God. Okay, all right. So, we've gotten to, um, what is essentially, uh, pedo high. Fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any, like, other, like, really surreal examples that stand out to me. Um, I was telling you about that. There's a lot of Omegaverse prompto. Yes. There's a lot of Omegaverse prompto. Well, you know, the second you get a hairless twig and a big guy together, you know, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. From what I can heard. Can I just sidebar for a second? Yeah. I think Gladiolus is the first anime character I've ever seen with, like, actual body hair. Yeah. And I kind of love it. Yeah. No, uh, it's... it's re- uh, Gladiolus is fucking hot. Give me my Gladi Daddy. Yeah. Um, fuck yes. Um, oh, God. Sorry, hold on. Uh, friends and enemies, I need a moment to picture those biceps. No, that's fantastic. But I guess what we're really getting to here is why the Omegaverse is so fucking problematic in the first place. And on that note, let's talk about the pros and cons of it. Um, pros! Pro, you've got one instantly, and that's that everyone smells fucking fantastic, and that's <laughs> hot as shit. <laughs> so the pro... <laughs> I mean, yeah, the pros are fucking, if you have a scent kink, or if you have, like, a... If you're into pheromones, or, like, or like BO, which people are, you know? I mean, you, you know what? There's also, I guess, on that note, I can understand the desirability fantasy aspect of it. The the, the feeling that you're, like, you're you're so irresistible that, like... People just can't help themselves around you. And, like, you can turn it off when you want to. There are meds for that. But, like, you know, you're just, you're this perfect blooming flower of, like, sexy boy stink. Right. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Okay. So, on the pro side, we have um, absolute desirability. We have um, scent kink for people who are into that. Um, and everyone is to some degree. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's like a biological... I don't fucking know. But I'm not a scientist. God damn it. I have nothing to prove to you. God damn it. God damn it. Um, actually the science on pheromones... I don't know why I said that. The science on pheromones is like super out IRL. Oh, is it really? Yeah, no one fucking really knows, like, whether it's like an actually effective thing in humans. It's suspected to be to some degree. Right. Um, and it's part of attraction but it's not really something manipulatable right if so that makes sense i should keep spraying deer urine on myself when i go to bars precisely okay um but then we've got cons and there's a lot of them to unpack first of all let's just talk fucking power dynamics for a minute yeah already you've got kind of this inherently unhealthy relationship in which you've got someone who can like mind control hurt manipulate their partner in any way in any way so right off the bat you have 
um, a relationship that is inherently non-consensual and will never be consensual fully. But then to put on top of that, and this is what makes it, you know, even fucking worse, so many writers choose to add additional awful power relationships on top of that. You know, you've got... Classism, right? Like you, You've you got classism, classism, you've got father-son incest, you've got, you know, older-younger. There was... Oh my god, there's... You know what there's a weird fucking amount of? What? Um... Overwatch Omegaverse? I oh. saw this one bizarre fic that was, um... God, I hope Winston's not involved. No, no. Oh, thank God. <laughs> this one bizarre oh, fic. thank God. That's the first bit of good news I've had all episode. Oh, God. Thank this, you. This one fic I saw, it was... It was Alpha Hanzo X Omega Reader with Hanzo as a school professor. Who also killed his brother. Just cause. Just doing, like, sexy after-school fingering during tutoring. And oh. I'm just like, all right, you're using, you're using the weird pheromone power dynamics and teacher-student power dynamics, and it's just, it never fucking ends. You know what I guess it is? I guess it's, it's a stereotype, but most fan fiction is written by younger women, right. let's just say. Yes. And I think that there's this really kind of unhealthy drive in a lot of them for these possessive relationships. It's what made Twilight popular. Right. And of course, there there is a whole, um, there is in itself an extremely huge discussion that could be made about how this is a result of patriarchy, which it is. It is. It is. It absolutely is. Well, that's the weird thing. Um, I feel like the Omegaverse, like Lolita fashion, yes. was created have this kind of weird metaphorical skewering of the patriarchy. Right. Like Yowie in general. Yeah. Um, it's, it's... But then it just went horribly, horribly wrong as people's ids and kinks took over. Right. Um, yeah, you know, I can see the metaphor here. You've got these, you know, you've got a vulnerable population, but it's projected onto men so that it creates this a kind of... A layer of separation. A layer of separation, plus an exploration of the way that gender dynamics work vis-a-vis biological dynamics as well. Okay. Yeah. At least an attempt. I don't believe in any of this biological determinism horseshit. No. Um, no, no. Um, just don't worry, viewers at home. Yeah, no, don't don't worry about that. Thank God. Um, no, it's it's... So, you know, a lot of it, there is a certain degree of, of concern that we feel for the authors after a fashion. But also... But at the same time, I feel concerned for their audience, because I feel like a lot of these authors are... Yes. ...are people who know better. Yes, exactly. And are just are writing things for their id. And there is nothing wrong with writing something for your id. You know, let's go to another con, because it's just one thing that's been on my mind all episode. Right. And this is going to be a reoccurring thing. Women way, don't know how buttholes work. Yeah, it seems to be a recurring thing. I, I can't fucking deal with the self-lubricating assholes. I cannot fucking deal. There's The amount of times I have read, uh, he, like, oh, you're wet and stuff, and thought, oh, God, he shit himself. That's a, that's a mood killer. Or bleeding. Or bleeding. That was actually one thing I really liked about Mentaiko. Uh, the, the Barra artist Mentaiko, yes. for those of you not, not in the know. Um... It's horrible, and I don't like how he occasionally eroticizes it, but he does make assholes bleed. Yeah. And to me, that's a level of realism and worry that, like, is like, oh, he understands gay men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Exactly. And no, in this universe, 
you know, they, they can birth a baby. Assholes are these... Magical orifices. They're not. No. They're not. And please be careful with your asshole. Treat your asshole with love, friends and enemies, please. Um. Oh, God. No, but just... Fucking, I... The lube problem. Yeah. Is an endless fucking problem. Occasionally I see ones where they use lube. Um. Oh, and no one cleans beforehand. Which, by the way, if you do anal sex, you have to clean your asshole. Well, I mean, weirdly enough... Really? I'm going to defend the Omegaverse on this one. Okay. If you have a self-lubricating vaginal asshole... Right. And occasionally it's like a weird slit asshole that, like, is basically just like an ass vagina. How do they poop, then? Well... Same way? Well, there's a urethra... In the vagina. Right. You know, they've just kind of got, like, a poop urethra. Oh, that's horrible. Okay. Um, but... Poop urethra. <laughs> that's the new name Poop-retha of my... Franklin. That's the new name of my superhero, Poop urethra. <laughs> oh, no! Uh, okay. But, no. So, yeah. If it's vaginal, vaginas are self-cleaning to a certain degree. Right. It's why a lot of doctors advise against douching, because it changes the pH balance. Yeah. Um, so if you've got a vaginal asshole, I can understand not cleaning before sex. I'll give the ABO a pass on that Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but in terms of like... But in terms of fic in general, no, clean your fucking asshole. You're disgusting, Brenda. Yes. Fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Jesus didn't die on the cross so you could have a shitty ass, Brenda. No. Um, okay. So beyond that, uh, so we've got a host of cons. A host of cons. Some pros. Uh, what else do we have in terms of cons? Uh, that are that We have the Power Dynamics, which is a Matryoshka doll built in the void. We've got, we've got the lube. And I guess just also... It's not so much even the Power Dynamics as the society that bugs me. I don't like the acceptance of this society. It's bad world building, it's, I think. Go on. I'm interested in this. Well, it's because a society that that is so, so preoccupied and so obsessed with sex just wouldn't, I don't think anyway, wouldn't be able to advance and resemble our society this much. Like, it could have advanced and reached, like, the age of the internet. That's fine, because we don't know how much time is passing. You know, I, I, whatever. That's fine. But it wouldn't resemble, it would resemble our society even less, I feel like. See, I'm, I find that interesting because I kind of disagree. One of the things that appeals to me in some ABO fic, like that really good free fic that I'm going to link, is right. that you can have really good world building where it's not so much an obsession with sex as an obsession with gender mm-hmm. and of gender performance, just with another layer of gender performance. You know, there's different expectations of a female alpha to a male omega. So it's it's kind of, you're more attracted to ABO as a social construct. As opposed to ABO as a biological <laughs> imperative. Yeah, there's a, there's a really... Well, int- I realize that's fucking... Stu- that that sounded really dumb. But <laughs> no, it's, it's not really dumb. That was a really smart point to make, actually. Because, you know, gender is a social construct and so is secondary gender. Yes. Um, and so, no, you actually... You can have some interesting exploration, exploration of that when you have, you know... I've actually seen at least one fic, I forget what fandom, God knows, where, you know, you have ruthlessly ambitious Omegas, you know, like, ODing on heat suppressants because they, like, they've gotta fucking climb the corporate ladder. That's fucking awesome, actually. Um, 
And, you know, eventually this always melts into they go off the heat suppressants and find love by fucking their boss. Oh, but no. it's, it's always awful in the end. But at the same time, you can have interesting explorations of the ways that we... Interact with gender? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's there's a realm of possibility there and a realm of world building, like the whole free fruit basket okay. affair. Right. You know, I, you, you're selling me, not on the concept as a whole, because the concept as a whole is terrible. Horrifying! Yes. Horrifying! But but you are selling me on the, the artistic value of some of it. It's... It's a weird, fascinating universe. I remember reading a quote somewhere on Tumblr that said something like, um... 90% of ABO is horrible, and the rest of it is probably some of the best fic on the internet. Yeah, that's that seems fair. And I think that that's fair, um, especially if you've got a totally vicious scent kink like me. Yeah. Um, but then again, I'll admit, I read a lot of ABO when I was in a deeply unhealthy place. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's... It's become a part of, like, your formative years. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a part of my formative years. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Any other thoughts now? I guess we'll bring this part of the episode to anything recently out just in, like, MM fiction or MM romance news that you want to talk about um, that doesn't deserve a full episode. That doesn't deserve a full episode. Oh, God, that's a whole thing. Because there's so much we could talk about. Start then, start then. Go okay. ahead, I want to hear your thoughts. Well, no, because, for example, I, I was going to bring up the fact that there is that there is currently... <gasps> I know exactly what we can talk about. What do you want to talk about? Dream Daddy. Let's talk about Dream Daddy. Dream Daddy has me... <laughs> cautiously optimistic. Very cautiously optimistic. In the words of fake Zac Efron on the SNL parody of High School Musical, I was nervous, but excited. So I sang a song called Nervous, But Excited. Yeah, no, I'm I'm equal parts thrilled and horrified. Yeah. Because on the one hand, oh my god, a game where I can get two older men to kiss, and they have body hair and gruff voices and make shit puns. Like, it's wonderful. this is a dream. On the other hand... Oh, actually, can I just in inject it's one It's a dream, daddy. <laughs> uh, it's a dream... Well, yeah, but one thing that I, I love about it is that um, sort of presenting older gay men as, as sexually desirable is something that I really like. Just because um, we have a lot because of... Because you have a vicious daddy kink. No! <laughs> listen, listen. No, because ageism is such a problem in the gay male community. Um, oh no, I'm terrified that if I don't find a husband by 25, I'm going we're gonna to... We're going to die alone! Yes, yes! There's a, That's a huge issue in the gay male community. Um, and it, part of it is related to the AIDS crisis and things like that. But it's a whole... There's no role models There's anymore. no role models anymore, because they were wiped out. Um... It, so, you know, that is a huge issue. Keep going with what you were saying before. No, so that's great. And I love, you know, if we're if we're going from, like, a kind of social well-being standpoint, I love that you can have a daddy of any race and size as your avatar daddy. I love that. Um, I love that you can give your daddy stupid anime hair. My daddy is going to be Goku, Good. and he's going to have romance with all the daddies. Nice. Um, but by that same token, let's be real for a second... This is being produced by the Game Grumps for a 90% heterosexual and I'd say 70% female audience. Yeah. Um, and so I'm very apprehensive that not only are the, that the older gay men aren't going to be so much desirable as 
the significant butt of some terrible, terrible jokes, and that the humor is mostly going to be derived from the fact that, oh, they're two older men and they like each other, that there'll be no punchline. Yes, the, basically the Game Grumps, um, much as we enjoy a lot of their content... I adore the Game Grumps. I've seen... I've seen Ninja Sex Party perform live twice. Yes, yeah, so we, we do say this with love, but they do have problems with A, presenting gay male uh, sexuality as inherently funny. Um, they have a problem with racism. That's a whole other, like, discussion. Um, fucking, the, God, the dog. The dog. The Chinese dog. Do you remember the Chinese dog? On the dog island? On the dog island. The less said about that, the better. Don't watch that, friends and enemies. Please don't watch that. It's really bad. Um... They are getting better. They're getting better, which is good. They're getting better. Well, you know, I think one of the really interesting things is that Aaron so clearly wants to be woke. That, yes. like... He's not, but he really tries. Yeah, he really tries. Um, and that's good. They strike me... You know what they actually strike me as? It's not like what's-his-face from Orange is the New Black who just self-congratulates himself all the time. Yeah, he reminds... Rem I don't know the name, but I know who you're talking yeah. about. No, they remind me of, like, your clueless dad who you came out to, but then he read the books or whatever. Yes! That's exactly what it's like. It's a complete outsider's perspective, and it's sort of charming in that respect, but at the same time... But at the same time, they're going to fuck up horribly. Yes. And there's... I'm worried, especially with Dream Daddy, that there's going to be damage there. Yeah. And no matter what we do, uh, I think it's important to to mention in this, in this first episode, and we'll bring it up later again, that... In terms of material harm, things like the uh, the um, the persecution and and object the objectification and abuse of lesbian women in the American porn industry and most porn industries does more material harm than say a teen girl writing a fan fiction. It still does harm because a lot of young gay men read those fan fictions and and are shaped by them. Well, you know, there's one other piece of harm that I think is worth bringing up there, yeah. though, and that's that. A lot of teen girls read these this fan fiction. Very true. And this changes their perspective on gay men and their treatment towards gay men. I had um, a friend, and I'm just going to call her Fresca. Okay. Because she was disgusting and once drank a can of Fresca she found in the dirt. Oh, God. Okay. She wasn't really a friend. I didn't like her at all. He's one of those friends. Um, And Fresca used to kind of project her bizarre uke fantasies onto me Ooh. when I was, like, 14. Ooh. And this did a lot of harm to me during kind of my developmental years as, like, a baby gay. Right. Um, and, and I think that a lot of gay men can relate to that. I also think that you've got kind of... You know, sure, there's... And I'm not even talking about the porn industry here. Right. I'm more talking about mass media in general. Right. Um, I feel like fan fiction plays in with a lot of mass media in that it doesn't give a wide range of options for the type of people that gay men can see themselves as. Yeah. And that you have to realize that gay men are men who are gay. They are not a separate class of people. Right. You know, for better and for worse. Yes. You know, that implies a certain level of privilege. And a certain level of inherent misogyny. But at the same time... It implies, you know, they're not this kind of uh, feminine flower yes. to be to be plucked or put upon the shelf. 
and because of that, this also a, a, this is a whole other situation. But um, femininity being presented as an inherent part of gay male sexuality is is bad, but also at the same time, rejection of femininity and its role in gay male sexuality in terms of gender uh, presentation also bad. Which is honestly another pro for the Omegaverse. Yes, in that it presents a wide range of men who are attracted to men. You know, like. It's not good. It's but, not good, but, but it's, the heart's in the right place. The heart's in the right place, as far as that goes. You know, anyone can want to fuck a dude in the Omegaverse. Yes. So, long story short, you know, we are not trying to present this as a as a larger issue than um, than lesbian abuse in the porn industry. However, we're gay men, and we're bitter, and we just <laughs> want to have a good time and, and make fun of this. <laughs> We've also had a little bit of rum. We've also had a little bit of rum. So we want to, you know, we want to bring attention to it. We want to sort of um, expose p- potential listeners to harmful things that they're doing in fact tradition. And we also want to have help you have a good time. Let's face it, bitching is fun. Yes, bitching and is fun. And we're going to have a good old-fashioned bitch fest here. Yes, that's what gay men do best. That's homophobic, but true. <laughs> you shouldn't say it, but, but it's true. true. Okay, so one thing that we kind of forgot to touch on is... Like, pack dynamics, which is, like, a weird thing that pops up sometimes, and actually is the use for the betas that I forgot to mention. Oh, okay, so the betas do actually come into play beyond not... Yeah, so, betas oftentimes are written as, like, the mom friend of the pack. Oh, God. And the pack is kind of this, like, ridiculous bastardization of the concept of polyamory that they do, where, like, they, they all have sex with each other and usually pass around an Omega to, like, knock up or whatever. Oh, God. You know, it's pretty horrible, but, I mean, what do you expect? A lot of times, though, it's used to be, like... Honestly, the one use for it that I super understand is stuff like Final Fantasy XV, where, like, you've got an OT4 that's so tightly knit that you need some sort of weird literary excuse to keep them together, and you don't just want to be like, oh, yeah, they're poly, because somehow you've got, like, a mental block for that. I was gonna say, why wouldn't you just go for that? Because you're, like, 12 and you're writing this and you don't know what Polly is. Oh, well, I suppose. I was gonna say, like, like, come on, like, fucking J.O. Club with the Final Fantasy uh, 15 crew. I mean, that'd be nice. Sign me the fuck up, am I right? Oh, God. I mean, like, I've seen so much shit of, like, that's how Gladio, not Gladio, that's how uh, Prompto and Noctis met. Just J.O. clubs? Yeah, just like, J.O. buddies just whacked it together. You're gonna have to send me that? I'll see if I can find it again. Fantastic. Um, No, and the other thing that I just kind of really... See, we're not above this. We're not above this at all. We're disgusting. (laughs) Um, No, the the other thing I brought up is a lot of time you have this weird, you know, like, red string of fate style nonsense where, like, you have a faded scent and, like... You smell your partner from across a crowded room and, like, that's it. You know they're your soulmate and you're stuck together. So you could theoretically find out your one true love through your partner's swamp ass? That isn't theoretical. That's, <laughs> well, swamp neck. Oh. Fantastic. Um, yeah, the scent glands are in the neck. Oh, no, there was actually one really terrifying gojin I saw about that once where the, it was like a, a very, like, pretty high school popular boy who thought he was a, like, he was like, I'm sure I'm an alpha. I haven't presented yet, but, you know, I'm positive. And then he fucking sent marks on, like, 
an eight-year-old, and then I'm like, I'm closing this tab because you did not tag this, assholes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no, no, but this, the eight-year-old's the alpha, which is what is supposed That's... to make this a comedy. And I'm just like, that's still pedophilia. You're still gross. Still kill yourself for posting this. Oh, my God. Don't kill yourself. No one kill yourself. Just don't fucking post that Piss shit. yourself. Piss yourself and shit yourself. Ugh. Well, you know. I mean, it's it's a bad thing to wish on someone. Exactly. In public. At your wedding. Anyway. Okay, so on a lighter note, one thing I really did want to get to with you... Right. ...was, um... So what do you see yourself as? If you were an alpha, a beta, or an omega? Oh, definitely an alpha. Why do you think you're an alpha? Because of my weird, huge junk. Yeah, I'm throwing that out there to the world. You're welcome, listeners. Can confirm, actually. <laughs> um, no, but to be perfectly honest, um, I think I might be an omega. I'm so sorry. But no, not like one of the like bitchy, like, Japanese, like, oh, I'm so put upon, the world hates me, Omegas. More like one of the, like, American-style, like, oh, God, the world loves me. I'm so sexy, and I get all the men wrapped around my finger, Omegas. Too many daddies and not enough time? Too many daddies and not enough time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're both terrible Drag Race fans, yeah. so that's that's not going to be the last of those jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <laughs> okay, so... Honestly, I think we've about covered it. I think so. This has been great. We, both friends and enemies, we love you. Send us your fan mail and your hate mail so that we can spitefully read it on air. Mm-hmm. And... I'll do it in my Cornelius voice for you. Oh, yes! God, he does that often. Oh, um, yes. But no, this has been great. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been Sebastian. And Maurice. And remember, Jesus was the Alpha and the Omega. Smell like a sound. I'm lost in the crowd.